You're listening to Halftime with Phil Elson and Ty Richardson. Baseline, spits it out to Stewart. Right side, Thurman. He's open for three. Good! Scotty Thurman with his third three. Throw it to McDaniel. Arkansas wins the national championship. The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season. Well, that's a familiar sound for a lot of fans that are tuning in right here on Halftime. That's Mike Nail, the longtime radio voice of Arkansas basketball and one of the greatest sportscasters in the history of this state. Joins us on Halftime right now, and it's a pleasure to uh, bring him on today. Mike, you hear that call. I know you've heard it just, you know, thousands of times. You lived it, too, and the team will be honored this Saturday at Bud Walton Arena. Uh, when you hear that call, does it kind of bring it all back? Because it was right there in front of you, and I imagine oh, you can still remember no everything about it. There's no question. I mean, you can when you hear it, you, I can envision the court, uh, everything that's happening, um, the president and his family sitting up there, and, and and everything. I mean, it's just it was a special time, and man, am I ever thankful? You know. It's Phil, uh, as you and Ty know, it's a it's the dream of every player in every sport to win a national championship. Well, it's also the dream of every uh, every play by play guy to do the national championship, and uh, that was a dream come true for me too. Been to the final four in in, in Denver in nineteen ninety, and didn't last too long. But and, and this one was it's special. There's no question about it the call of Arkansas completing a dream season, you know, and I've let our listeners know that just in case it did happen in Omaha, I would scripted out a call because I, uh, I wanted to be ready for a moment like that. Not everybody does that. What what was your preparation in case of a magical moment and a moment that certainly happened? And boy, did, did you rise to the occasion? You know, what was your prep? I, for I that thought moment? about, I thought about that before, uh, the final four the week before the final four and going there and and i i finally just said let it happen let it happen so i i didn't script anything out had no clue i just kind of let it happen uh now I, that's the one question everybody wants to know more than any other and uh, you know that was totally ad-lib just off the cuff uh, uh and and let it happen Mike Nail, former Arkansas play-by-play voice for Arkansas basketball guest here on Halftime. Mike, I, I think some pe- sometimes when you see a championship team, you just automatically assume that that's the most talented team in however many years. What was the most talented team that you saw in terms of basketball at Arkansas? Boy, I tell you what, it'd be hard to beat that uh, crew in 78 along, you know, Sidney Moncrit's triplets. And uh, then a talent that uh, the team showed in the 1990s with Todd Day, Lee Mayberry, and Oliver Miller, and all that bunch. Uh, and and this was a 1994-95 team that went to the to the Final Four in the national championship game both those years. Uh, was a very skilled team. I don't know that it was the most talented team uh, that I've been around, but it certainly was the most skilled team. I mean, the chemistry of that team was remarkable player to player, player to coach, uh, coach to coach, uh, player to fans, fans to the players. 
it was just, uh, it, it was special. It was a team that uh, believed in each other, bonded, uh, uh, you, you know, felt like they they could share the ball. And, and it's you don't see that very often, very high IQ for basketball. But as far as just pure talent, um, there may have been better teams. But that also, Mike, seemed to be like the team that introduced to the state of Arkansas how much fun college basketball can be. You know, there really wasn't a lot of history for basketball at the University of Arkansas until another year before they went 26-2 and and won the Southwestern Conference but got exited in the first round. You go to the Final Four in that in that 77-78 year. Was that sort of the introduction to Arkansas of what college basketball was all about? I think it really was. I, I think the years that Eddie Sutton spent here and taking another team to the Final Four in, that, in, in 1978, uh, you know, that was a, a time before the three-point shot. Arkansas won a lot. That That's important to remember. Arkansas won a lot. Now, they didn't make it to the Final Four, uh, but they won the Southwest Conference Championship they won an awful lot of games, and then when Nolan came, he changed. He simply changed the style, uh, and uh, he, it, he hit the forty minutes of hell that uh, he preached uh, was exactly what you saw at the time. But yeah, you're right, Eddie Sutton. That night, that era, going back to '78, that kind of laid the groundwork, and then the '90s teams. Uh, really took off uh, and took Nolan a few years after he took over to to uh, uh, build the team up like he wanted, recruit like he wanted, the kind of players he wanted. Every coach is like that. Uh, but it was, you know, it began with Eddie and Nolan was able to refine it and, and take it to, the, to a different level. And uh, to me, I think uh, uh, Nolan was was and is the the, the greatest coach that uh, uh, has ever been here, obviously, just by his achievements. Mike Nails, our guest, former longtime play-by-play voice for Arkansas basketball. Mike, what went into the decision to retire after the 2010 season? Well, you know, I, I, I wanted to, uh, I really wanted to, to stay for 30 years. I thought, you know, to me, I don't know why. Uh, that was a magical year, and I, and I told Jeff Long when he came, I said, after 30 years, uh, I'm retiring, so I mean, if you want to start looking, that's fine with me. Uh, he, he said, look, uh, stay as long as you want. You've earned that. And I, in that 29th year, I just was, I was tired. I was tired of traveling. Uh, I... I could look back on the success of the teams and, and then the, the kind of the, the, the uh, down, I don't want to say downfall, but the less achieving teams uh, that followed that, um, you know, and I just, uh, it was time to, for somebody else to, to do that job. And, you know, I told Jeff, I said, Hey, I, I know I told you 30 years, but this is going to be it. And uh, that was it. I, I never looked back.
Well, and it, I'll tell you what, you don't you don't miss a game. I mean, I've seen you at every single every single game I call at the at the women's games. I know you don't miss a men's game, and even though you, you know, haven't I, left the air, you haven't left the program. You're still there. I promised uh, at halftime they brought me out at that last game I did again. It was Ole Miss, uh, uh, and I think it was uh, April or March 10th. That was the last home game. Uh, and I promised the fans at that time that I would, uh, if they would continue to come, that I would be there for all the games. And yeah, we we love going. Uh, uh, you know, my wife, uh, I was there for 29 years. Played I played for basketball. My wife did the was in charge of the spirit squad, the cheerleaders, and the palm squad, uh, and the RBI girls for 34 years. And uh, we're both. Retired now, we enjoy being fans. Uh, just sitting and watching and and listening to you guys, Phil. I think you're you're incredible uh, on basketball and baseball. I think you do a, a spectacular job, and I'd much rather listen to the to the radio when I can than than watch the television. Uh, it's just a special time, and we're just we're, we're happy. we are Razorbacks through and through. I don't I don't mind saying that. Well, I really appreciate you saying the way you said that too. But you, you know, I, I have, I almost wish that I, I came up through radio before every game was televised or streamed because people all throughout the state know your voice specifically because this was the way that you could follow the team game in and game out. Uh, it's different now. I mean, now you got it on iPhones, you got it on, on iPads, you got it on streaming services. Radio's still out there. But it doesn't quite mean as much as it used to, isn't that correct? You make a good point. I, I think you're absolutely correct there. And, and you know, for so long, uh, I heard uh, people say, and particularly right after I retired, I said, you know, they'd come up to you and, and say, you know, I listened to you all my life, and I really didn't pay much attention to that. And, and then I started thinking, you know, these guys, some of these students are 18, 19, 20 years old. If they listen to Razorback basketball, they're right. They listen to me all their lives. And, you know, when I look back on it like that, uh, it just kind of added special meaning. And I still have some of the, you know, I had three or four of the people yesterday uh, at the women's game come up and say, you know, we really miss you. Uh, thanks for all the years and so forth. And they'll tell me that at the men's game or at baseball, wherever we are. Uh, it's just, uh, uh, it, it has a very special meaning having done that. But you're right. Uh, radio uh, meant a great deal uh, uh, to Razorback fans and all the sports. Uh, more than it does now because uh, it just it wasn't televised like it was now, like it is now. Our guest on this Monday edition of Halftime is Mike Nail. Mike, we've talked a lot about the past. I want to talk about the present now. There's been a lot of rule changes uh, that's transitioned, especially with fouls called uh, since back in the day when Nolan was running uh, the 40 minutes of hell. Do you think that this style of play can still work in college basketball today? Well, I really have mixed emotions about that um, because uh, 
coaches now are so aware. Uh, let's just take Arkansas, for example. Uh, coaches are so aware of how Arkansas likes to play. you got to remember, Mike Anderson was here for 17 years mm-hmm. with Nolan. Uh, so he, he grew up with this thing, and he's coached it at Alabama, Birmingham, and at Missouri before he came to back to Arkansas. Uh, people are aware, coaches, other coaches are aware, and they game plan uh, for that style of basketball. So I certainly don't think it's as effective now as it used to be. And, and I think, uh, uh, coaches have to start. A lot of coaches have started, uh, um, you know, backing off that a little bit, playing more of a half court game. And, you know, who am I to say whether that's the right thing to do or not, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I think uh, sometimes uh, this style of 40 minutes of hell or whatever they call it now, uh, the fastest 40, uh, sometimes is not the best kind of basketball. And I've heard Mike Anderson say that. It, 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 sometimes it's not the best kind of basketball. Uh, but you just have to go through a phase and take your bruises and, and move on and, and you know what the future holds uh, we don't know but uh, right now I just think coaches are are so uh, so aware of the kind of basketball this is and and and, and do their game plans for that that it makes it difficult Mike, we'll leave it there. Looking forward to seeing you at Bud Walton Arena Saturday with the rest of the 94 championship team. I know there'll be a lot of emotion. And uh, really yeah, appreciate thanks. your time today. Thanks so much for coming on. We're looking forward to it. And it's good to be with you, Phil, and, and you, Ty. And, uh, we'll uh, be listening uh, to you guys as, as often as possible, and certainly during women's basketball and baseball. Phil, you're going to have a lot of fun with this baseball team, I can tell you that. Oh, you're not kidding. You're not kidding. Thanks again, Mike. That's Mike Nail. Thank you, guys.